1: You gotta love some smooth jazz in the morning while you enjoy your mimosa
0: oh yeah yeah this is a different vibe already i can feel it i can feel I it. i know right all right <laughs>
1: welcome everyone to the saturday brunch edition of no credentials required where you don't need a press pass to talk sports we are presented by belly up sports in association with gazilla media my name is Ryan mccarthy i'm one of the hosts and to my right is a man who is uh his hair's a little unkempt, but that's okay. We're gonna, yeah. gonna keep going anyway. Dustin Henry, <laughs> Dustin, how are you doing today?
0: I'm doing all right, doing all right. Little little groggy, slept in later than I wanted to, and uh, you know, we're live, so I'm planning we a workout out after this. Yeah. Plan yeah. a workout yeah. after this, so I look a little grungy, but the other that's thing okay. is I wore a piece of Seahawks gear for my first show ever. Um, no credentials required and i feel like i should do the same for the uh first regular brunch show because these are going to be happening much more regularly now and yeah, i am fired up i got yeah. my cup of invader i am drinking the cookie crumble <laughs> i got the bad santa oh perfecto i still have your bag sir i will get it to you uh <laughs> in all likelihood in all likelihood next weekend now because I'm putting awesome. together a little get-together for Wild Card Weekend. Wild Card Weekend. Woo!
1: All right. So I'm a little worse for wear this morning myself because yeah. I rolled in about 1.35 a.m. coming from Newark, New Jersey. And uh, went to the Devils game with a buddy of mine. We saw the Blackhawks play uh, the Devils. Um, big controversy right now. I wouldn't say controversy, oh. but... Oh, boy. Um, a uh, Connor Bedard... Who is the uh, Wonderkin in the league, leading rookie scorer? Uh, yes, on his third shift in the game, uh, knocked out of the game by Ooh. Brendan Smith, and the New Jersey Devils. On a, if you go watch the hit, it's uh, social media is lit up this morning. It's was hockey it Twitter, clean? hockey Twitter is lit up this morning, and it's a 50-50 mm-hmm. right now between clean and dirty. So I thought it was clean. I thought it was clean. Uh I'm not saying that as a Devils fan. I'm saying that as a guy who's watched hockey for many a year and it was a clean hit. Unfortunately, Conor Bedard did not come back to the game oh, afterwards. Man. Yeah, which is a shame. So, um but Devils went up winning. He fell behind uh one nothing to tie the title score, then and then fell behind again a shorthanded goal and a bad giveaway. And They scored three goals in the in the third period. So, wow. Uh, okay. Yeah. And the and the, uh, the empty netter to wrap things up. So so you know. I I come I come back and I come back and life is life is good. Devils have won two straight off the Christmas Dude. break and they're playing there the Vancouver Canucks tonight. So uh, in New Jersey, unfortunately, I didn't go not going down there because we're supposed to get a big winter storm. Yeah, uh, depending yes. on who you ask, depending on who you ask, some are saying four to eight, some are saying six to twelve. We don't know in the capital region, but.
0: Well, Weatherman G, Weatherman G, the last update I saw from the only source I trust, I am still mystified how a man who lives in Florida can get weather right better than the meteorologists that are here. I am a Weatherman G fan. He said he said initially, I got to see if he updated it. He said 5 to 10 initially, but I think he might he might have said we got to watch upscaling and downsloping cuz it could be 6 to 12 for our immediate area but it's supposed to arrive between five and seven tonight I believe or this evening yeah so yeah that's that's I got to go out and I have gas in my snow blower but I got to go out and get more make sure I have enough you know get some salt make sure I have salt get ready to go probably should have done it earlier but I had family stuff going I was watching the kids you know. Things, things, life is crazy. Life is crazy, you know? Yes. The life of a busy mm-hmm. podcast host. But I do have to ask, <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you on the spot for our first brunch uh podcast, regular brunch podcast. So mm-hmm. two questions. So did you notice a momentum shift? Uh, once Bedard went out, what was the morale of the Blackhawks? Like, did you notice like a change in there, or did they rally around it? They rallied around it. Uh, yeah. the next on the next shift, uh Nick Foligno
1: and Brendan Smith fought. So, okay, there was a bit of a moment. There was a the the, the Blackhawks were playing for their guy. They're playing for their prize pony. Yeah. Uh, so credit for that, and they yeah. went in the power and then. Yeah, it's, it's a chippy game. It was a chippy game, especially with uh especially going into the uh second period. Yeah, I, actually from that I, I would say probably from that moment on from the Bedard hit on, it's uh it got really chippy. Got really yeah. these guys play the guys don't play that often. You know, they're they're mm-hmm. it's Chicago's in the Western Conference and Western Conference, Devils are in the Eastern Conference, they don't see each other often, they probably see each other twice a year. But they yeah. were playing it. Like it was a like it was the playoffs, it was like got kind of an atmosphere, that kind of vibe, and Prudential Center, they showed up last night. Connor Bedard sells tickets, as my buddy oh, yeah. would say. Connor Bedard sells tickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean he didn't. Unfortunately, he didn't make. He didn't. He didn't play the whole game. He only played.
0: I think three. I think three shifts, the entire yeah. game before heading out. That's the sad thing because I was going to ask you if he was as exciting to watch in person as he has seemed from afar this year for me because, you know, I haven't. And truth be told, I have not watched as much hockey as I've wanted to, although with the football season gearing up for the playoff push, I could see myself watching hockey and probably a little smattering of the NBA. But the other question I have mm-hmm. for you, sir, and I'm kind of I'm putting you on the spot, so I apologize. You're a tired man, but that's okay, that's okay. Will we possibly see more hockey content from you this year? I think you will. I think, yeah. will. I think this, uh, I think, I think from the both of us actually. Um, yeah,
1: possibly. Especially, cause, cause we, we talked about this. We talked about covering more sports on the Saturday edition. Right now the NFL is our, is our bread and butter. It's show pony. Uh, yeah, content. It's our show pony. It's our show pony. Yeah. And, uh, but I think, I think with, with football season ending within mm-hmm. the next month, with the NFL ending in the next month, I, I think we'll definitely see more you might see more hockey coverage here. No credentials required. You might see it. Uh, you might see me bring back, have another donut uh, to do some devil's content. Actually, actually last night I met, I, I finally got to meet in, I got to meet in person. My, my buddy, Jim uh, who covers the devils for full press uh, NHL. Uh, so, uh, so that's big shot to Jim. Uh, so we might, you might see him on here. Some uh, talking devils hockey. Cause uh, he's, he's at the games and he's covering the games for full press. So, yeah. awesome you might you might see how you might see have another donut come back uh you may see you may or may not see uh, victory monday though uh but we'll, we'll maybe we'll do a maybe we'll do a draft or or pre uh pre, a free agent special or a draft special Dan, that's what that's what dan's bread and butter is this is a draft because he he nerds out when it comes to the jets but yeah well, we'll
0: i have to, i have to say uh, one of my favorite parts of Victory Monday, or sometimes not Victory Monday. I I don't tune in as regularly, but I have seen the show, and, and Dan's reactions are some of the uh. best. <laughs> so it's a good time. Yeah, it's a good
1: time. All right, well, well, we're going to talk, so speaking of NFL, we're going to talk uh, NFL Week 18, but before we do that, to took, took a little bit of a roundabout way to do this, but we just want to remind you about our social medias right down here below on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. We welcome everyone who's watching on Twitter right now. Uh, we've, we've actually had, seen a, quite a bump in Twitter coverage, uh, Twitter uh, viewing. So, you know, please, welcome, let, leave a comment uh, if you're on Twitter. But, yes, Twitter, Instagram, t- and the now infrequently used TikTok <laughs> at NoCardsReq, Facebook.com. Forward slash no creds req, youtube.com forward slash at no creds req. Just want to remind you to please like, comment, share, and subscribe to all of our social media network channels. Also, if you wouldn't also mind going to the Belly Up page, welcome to everyone who's watching on Belly Up Sports on the replay on Belly Up Sports, which will be, like as I said, on Tuesday show. This show, the live show, the live edition will be re- available on replay on Belly Up Sports their YouTube site because uh we want to make that YouTube money and uh we're putting more <laughs> content on there on uh on the belly up youtube channel and also godzilla media godzilla media check them out um check them out as well moving on subscribe to the podcast on a myriad of podcast platforms including apple podcast spotify spreaker google play wherever you podcast rate and review Give us a five star rating. that would be really really helpful that means pe- more people will have be more exposed to the show. They'll m- they'll know more about it, and also leave a review. In fact, we had a re- I didn't say I come back to the comments. Uh, we had a comment left after the show by our buddy Kevin Wilson from Belly Up Fantasy Sports. He says he can't wait for the Saturday edition. Kevin, I hope you're tuning in. But yeah. on the podcast, and but again on the podcast side, if you are on a platform that you are able to leave a review. Leave us a review. We might even read it on the air. And because we are currently a live show on the No Credentials Required channel. Or after the show, engage with the show. Leave us a comment. We want your comment. And I know, Dustin, you like to wake up to this sound every single morning. Gotta play that sweet, sweet sound. Oh, yeah.
0: I love it. I love it. It takes me back to my childhood. takes me back to my (laughs) heart.
1: Well, I'm going to put the rest of this French press coffee in my...
0: Oh, into the mug it goes.
1: Into the mug it goes. That's right. It's myself nice and caffeinated because Lord knows I need it this morning because
0: we got (laughs) to talk some NFL. Yes, and while Ryan's pouring that cup, I would like to say we want your audience comments please comment engage with us it drives the show it drives the yes. show you know because lord knows without ryan i would be in trouble i can't do it on my own it's true he can't we need you we need you i'm like uncle sam except i'm wearing a sea C- seahawks hat we need you We want you I'm trying to figure out this camera. All
1: right, so NFL we're Week live. 18. we are live. <laughs> NFL Week 18, what we're looking forward to. Before we get to anything, Dustin, we have to talk about the playoff picture coming into Week Eighteen. It yes. is. It's, it's like madness. Charlie. It's like yeah. It's like Charlie Day in that uh, in that uh, always funny oh, with where all he's, the trying to find Pepe Silva and he's leaking <laughs> all these things together. It's crazy. It's crazy. But uh yeah, oh we got a comment from Captain Lou, Captain Lou gambling, friend of the show. He says, take the Ravens money line today. So nice little gambling tip. Yeah, Uh, you can use it. And DraftKings, DKNG.com forward slash belly up one fifty. Get five bucks. Five buck deposit gets you two hundred dollars in free bets.
0: Oh, there we go. There we go. There you go. Ding. Put that in there.
1: All right. Playoff picture coming into week 18. We're going to go over all the playoff possibility scenarios, the clinching scenarios for week 18. So here we go. So we've got the clip. So we're going to start with the clinched with the, with the uh, playoff spots have been clinched. The AFC Baltimore, they won the North division title, mm-hmm. the number one seed. They have a first round by, they have home field advantage throughout the entire playoffs. Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs, they win the West. The Cleveland Browns, they win, they uh, earn a playoff berth via wild card. They have won the three wild card spots. And the Miami Dolphins have a playoff berth as well. However, we don't know what their seat is until tomorrow (laughs) night because the Sunday night game this week, which I was praying for, which I was hoping for. I was hoping for Miami to lose at least one of their last three games and Buffalo to win out. Because this will be the lone game for Sunday night football. It flex this out. Dolphins, Buffalo Bills on Sunday night football. And it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be a beauty. I think That's my so.
0: opinion. And this one is but this one is crazy. This one is crazy because you'll get into it. But basically, Buffalo, their fortunes weigh heavily on this game, the result of this yep. game.
1: <laughs> yeah, and Buffalo right now is is a wagon. And nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills, because they have <laughs> won, they have won four games in a row. They have won five of the last six games, and I think they could have beat I think they could have beat the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, but that's neither here nor there. But the Miami Dolphins they have a playoff berth. They win they win the af they win the AFC East, but we're going to want the Buffalo Buffalo. They win the AFC East if they beat Miami on Sunday night. They also clinch a playoff berth if they tie, if the Steelers lose or tie, if Jacksonville loses or ties, or Houston and Indianapolis tie. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is how crazy the playoff scenarios are. In the uh, yeah, run. this is this wild.
0: This, this is, is be one of the most... Lost. Yeah, this is one of the craziest years in recent memory i think many 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 games have significance in the last week of the season and and as you said this is what this is what the nfl wants but not only the nfl this is what we want as fans and people who cover the league and people who cover the league talking to you at espn yeah
1: (laughs) so so buffalo needs needs to win basically and they also need a lot of help, but I but that's neither here nor there. I think they I think I think they just if they just win out, they clinch that playoff spot and they clinch the division. The Houston Texans, they are playing the Indianapolis Colts tonight at 8 15. 8 15 kickoff in Indianapolis. Houston clinches the AFC South if they win and Jacksonville either loses or ties. They clinch a playoff berth if they win or they tie. Jacksonville loses. Or Pittsburgh loses and as a tie. As a tie. So wow. with the scenarios, notice that it's a lot of help. It's, it, everybody, somebody needs a lot of yeah. help somewhere. Yeah. Then we go to the Indianapolis Colts, who are again they're playing Houston this later tonight. They clinch the South Division with a win, and a Jacksonville loss or tie, or they tie, and Jacksonville loses. They'll also clinch a playoff berth if they win or tie and Pittsburgh loses or ties.
0: I will say not this many ties so many are math not hurts going to my head. happen. Yeah, yeah. This many ties are not going to happen. <laughs>
1: no. Like I said, my my head hurts from the amount of mathematics that are involved in this because it's way too complicated for me. This is why I leave this part to you. I'm, like, I'm like Ryan will I'm break just, it all I'm down. I'm just reading. I'm just gonna read it. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna power through and read them all. Powered by Invader Coffee. Yes, both of us. <laughs> that's right. That's right. All right, moving on to Jacksonville. The Jacksonville Jaguars. They play the Tennessee, the execrable Tennessee Titans on Sunday at 1 p.m. They're at Tennessee this time. <clears throat> Excuse me. Jacksonville wins the division if. They win, or they tie. And Indianapolis and Houston tie. They clinch a playoff berth if they tie, and Pittsburgh loses or ties, or Pittsburgh loses, Denver loses or ties because somehow they're still in the they're still in the uh, discussion. I believe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nope, they're eliminated. But somehow they th- but they need for, for whatever reason they need Denver to lose or tie, or. And Houston and Indianapolis doesn't doesn't end in a tie.
0: <laughs> I have never heard the word tie so much in my life. <laughs> I know, I know, it's
1: crazy, <laughs> crazy, crazy. Miami, they win the division. They win and they win the division. Plain and simple. They are yeah. they're already in the playoffs. They're already in the playoffs. no matter what happens on Sunday, if they win, they win the division. If they lose, they Still in they're still in a playoff spot. They, they are. They will, they will earn one of the uh, coveted uh, wild card births. I believe if they, if if they lose, they're still like. I believe they are the the five or they're the 6th they They're the sixth seed. Okay, okay. Um, so they would play probably play Kansas City. So. Uh, but that's but I, I don't know if that's true. Again, math hard, math hurts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Pittsburgh Steelers. Whew, prepare yourself for this one, Dustin. Fortify oh, yourself with some invader coffee. We might have to Irish up your coffee. for this yeah. One. yeah, all right. So Pittsburgh clinches a playoff berth with a win and Buffalo loss, or a win. And a Jacksonville loss or tie, a win, and a Houston, Indianapolis, or tie. Indiana, Houston, Indianapolis tie, or they tie, Jacksonville loses, and Houston and Indianapolis doesn't end in a tie. Or Jacksonville <laughs> loss, Denver win, and Houston and Indianapolis doesn't end in a tie. I gotta see who Denver's playing on Sunday because they're eliminated from the playoffs. Yeah. And and they play the Raiders. So I, oh, it's gonna be probably based on the strength of uh, strength of schedule, I suspect. Yeah,
0: I'm guessing, or or whoever has uh, maybe maybe Denver owns the tiebreaker over one of these teams. I mean, I don't know, I but or like yeah, if, had in season victory. I don't know. I'm trying to yeah.
1: If out. anybody who knows sports math better than the both of us do, please chime in. Uh, shout <laughs> shout out to Gaz. Uh, shout out to my buddy Gaz for uh, uh, using the term having the term using the term sports math. Uh, because I, I, obviously, I'm I'm on the struggle bus when it comes to this stuff right now. I'm 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 hurt. I'm a hurting. I'm a hurting puppy. <laughs> 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 I rolled uh, 135 this morning, folks. Forgive me. Yeah. Forgive me. Yeah. It's a rough. <laughs> you know what? But hey, it's live TV. It's live. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. That's how much he cares, ladies and gentlemen. That's how that's much how he much cares. I
1: care. I care about you, folks. I care about the audience. That's how much I care. I'm willing See- to be here on, like, like. Six hours is less than six hours of sleep. Yeah, <laughs> to and entertain you, know you
0: and talk about sports ball, because why? it's still real to me, damn it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you gotta start crying, and well, don't start yeah. crying because Pickle, because all of a sudden Pickles would come in the room and start licking your face and being all concerned.
0: Yeah, <laughs> because if I remember correctly, he is a trained therapy dog. He is. Yes, he is. Yeah. He 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 is certified. I'm I'm watching my dog nephew this weekend. Yeah. He's been he's been very quiet. He's in the other room silently sleeping on a chair. Good boy. That's a good boy. <laughs> All right, to the NFC, which is actually a little bit more, I would say a
1: lot more <clears throat> a lot more simpler, but again, yeah. I haven't scrolled down so that remains to be seen. <laughs> San Francisco 49ers. They have clinched the NFC West. Yes. They have clinched the number one seed, and they will have home field throughout the entire playoffs. The Detroit Lions, 11 and 5. They have clinched the NFC North Division title. Dallas Cowboys.
0: Congratulations.
1: Congratulations to the Detroit Lions. All uh all you long suffering Lions fans, including including Lou Gamelin, uh, who just yes, you just uh, chimed Lou. in a few minutes ago. Captain Lou and uh Julie from Michigan, also a big fan. Of uh of the show of, of also the uh, Detroit Lions, uh, Dallas Cowboys have uh, earned a playoff berth. Los Angeles Rams a playoff berth, and the Philadelphia Eagles playoff berth. Now here's where we get oh. to the fun part: the Atlanta Falcons. Oh Again, my God. How the hell are you still alive? <laughs> Sitting at seven and nine, they're at New Orleans on Sunday at one p.m. Eastern. Atlanta clinches the NFC division, NFC South division, if. They win, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers lose. Here's a trick with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're playing the the Carolina Trash Kitties, as I call them, but most people call them the Carolina Panthers. Dallas that Cowboys! is
0: intense. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, Dallas Cowboys! So They're at the Washington Trash Pelicans. Shout out to the uh, a Dumpster Pelicans, shout out to Drew Willy. Yeah. Uh, they play the, the, the Washington Command Skins on Sunday at 4.25 p.m. Dallas clinches the division if they win, or they tie and Philadelphia tie, or a Philadelphia loss. Philadelphia is playing the Giants.
0: So, <laughs> The Giants played them well. The Giants played yes. Philly well uh, just a mere weeks ago. So that, that game is not... Uh sewn up you know no no it is not and I, like that does like
1: my, my, my co-host said uh giants played tough last time and hey, it could have been five losses for the philadelphia eagles in the month of december instead of four so all right moving on to the green bay packers green bay is at home against chicago green bay play, oh my god Green Bay clinches the
0: playoff berth. That was a real-time reaction. That was a (laughs) real-time reaction. Oh, Uh, my God.
1: Everything hurts and I want to die. Uh, (laughs) Green Bay clinches the playoff berth with a win or a tie, a Seattle loss or tie, and a New Orleans loss or tie. Or they tie, Seattle loses and Timba Bay loses, or Green Bay ties, and Seattle ties, and Timba Bay loses or ties, or Minnesota loss or tie, and wow. Seattle loss, and Timba Bay loss, or Minnesota loss or tie, and Seattle loss, and New Orleans loss. Oh,
0: my God. So, basically, Green Bay And I'm developing a twitch. I'm developing yeah. a twitch. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I cringe to see what's gonna happen when you get to my Seahawks because they could have they could have just, you know, if they beat Pittsburgh, it would have been a lot easier. I'm just I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm still yeah. mad, still mad about that run defense. Yeah, Najee Harris looking like an MVP out there.
1: <laughs> yes, let the heat flow through you. All right. <laughs> Minnesota Vikings, Minnesota Vikings, their road is a lot simpler. <clears throat> They clinch a playoff berth. If they win, Green Bay loses, Seattle loses, and Tampa Bay loses, or they win, Green Bay loses, Seattle loses, and New Orleans loses. That's said it's a lot simpler. Yeah. Yeah. The Saints, again, they're playing oh. Atlanta at home, 1 p.m. They clinch the South if they win and the Bucks lose or tie, or they tie and the Bucks lose. In lieu of that, they can still clinch a playoff berth, Dustin. They can still clinch a playoff berth (laughs) if these things happen. They win, Seattle loses, or they tie, or Green Bay loses or tie, or the Saints tie, and the Seahawks and
0: Packers lose. Oh i I. I. I feel like you know. Each time when you're like, okay, we get to this one. I feel like you're like unfurling a scroll of of uh, different scenarios. <laughs> you got the Dead yeah, Sea scrolls it, over there.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm reading. I'm reading the, uh, the the scrolls written by John on the island of Patmos. <laughs> <laughs> These things are happening. This is not. It's not. No, it's not blasphemy, Dad. It's not blasphemy. Just, just saying.
0: Oh no! All right.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, my dad's gonna come after me. He's gonna send te- as Susie as watches this or listens to this. He's, like, he's gonna send me a text message. Don't mention John and Patmos. <laughs> <laughs> Look, well, hopefully, what, hopefully he's watching
0: live. Yeah, hopefully he's watching no, live. But if not,
1: I doubt it. Not... But what? Hey, whatever. All right, moving on to the Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia clinches the division if they win and Dallas loses or ties, or they tie and Dallas loses. They're playing the Giants at 425 at the Meadowlands. So, those games will be going on at the same time. Dustin's Seattle Seahawks. They're at Arizona, 425 game on Sunday. They'll clinch a playoff berth if they win and the Packers lose or tie, or... They tie, and the Packers lose, and the Buccaneers lose or tie. Or they tie, and Green Bay loses, and the Saints lose or tie.
0: Okay. But yep. basically, beat the cards. But that is not going to be easy. Jonathan no. Gannon's going to have them ready to play. And I, yep. and I am concerned. Because as I said, that many ties will never happen. So win the game, I- for the love of God. I can
1: see you on your couch with a with a towel on your hand, like Jerry the Shark Tarkanian. <laughs> yes,
0: going back this and forth,
1: butting a... down on a towel throughout <laughs> the
0: entire game. This is this is why when notice notice how I very rarely ever have people over when the Seahawks are playing in a game of significance because I do not want people to witness me. i saw it last year they're the wild card oh oh, yeah yeah there was nothing i could do about that but if you if you remember i strategically sequestered myself in the kitchen for a lot of that game making chicken tenders because i did uh, because i did not have high expectations
1: yeah uh, hey those tenders they were delicious they were damn good well thank you sir (laughs) damn good tendies damn good chicken tendies all right and the last playoff scenario praise the lord Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Carolina Trash Kitties 1 o'clock game on Sunday. Timba Bay wins, clinches the division if they win. All they need to do is win. All <laughs> they need to do is win, win, win no matter what. Got their money in their mind. I don't remember the rest of the lyrics. So they okay. just need to win. They just need to beat the Trash Kitties. Or they tie the Trash Kitties and the Saints either lose or tie against the Falcons they can also still clinch a playoff berth. Regardless, if they tie, Seahawks lose, and the Packers lose or tie. And sweet, merciful crap, that's the end of the playoff scenario. All right. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Praise the Lord. Oh, God. Oh, man. Man, but that, I, I think it, that it sets it up. That yeah, yeah. I feel bad for you. Uh, but I think it sets it up for a very entertaining week of football, for sure. Yeah. Nice and, for sure. Uh, and I think you and I are going to be on the same page on this one yet again. But what's your pick for the game you're looking forward to most? Well, actually, it's a great segue.
1: I try. Because the most intriguing... Because... <laughs> We're talking about the most intriguing matchups from Week 18. <laughs> now, I think the most intriguing matchup, Dustin, and I know you hate talking about when we when we pick the same game. I know you yeah. hate it when we pick the same game, no matter what we talk about or the same player. But this holds the most significance, I think. I think in my mind, yes, for the playoff scenario, and that game, it's Buffalo Bills at the
0: Miami Dolphins. And yeah,
1: I, I think you'll agree.
0: Yeah, it's the only pick, and, and I mean, I'll I'll let you uh, I'll let you talk about what you're looking forward to most about the oh, game. No, but... no,
1: oh no, no, my friend, uh, I've done enough talking with the playoff scenarios, and I need to <laughs> recover from that. So you take over. <laughs> all
0: right, all right, I can take I can take over for a little bit, but I'm I'm sure that all you right. agree with me. The reason the reason and uh people in the people in the comments are probably going oh no he's letting he's letting Dustin take the wheel here we're going off the road cuz I can ramble with the best of them
1: but oh no well kevin agrees with you it's all yes. in front of buffalo they don't win they should stay home for the playoffs oh and sam shady from the shady sports network says good
0: morning guys good morning sam shady good morning no i i totally agree because this a lot of teams have something to play for this week but this this matchup, not only is it two division rivals who know each other well, two division rivals who they probably don't like each other very much, and also it is it is a home game for Miami, is it not? So Miami gets to avoid the yep. cold weather. So that is key for the Dolphins because if this was at Buffalo, I would put the, the, the onus on Buffalo. All, I would put the money on Buffalo all day. But it being in Miami kind of puts it up in the air a little bit more. But both these teams are going to be playing their behinds off in week 18. It's not going to be like the Rams, a team that has clinched a playoff berth, so they're resting their starters. You should see the starting list of quarterbacks for a lot of the games this week. People people are resting their starters out there. Um, yeah. But this is not one of those games. Both teams are going to be laying it all on the line because – at one point, and I believe this has changed, but at one point, if Buffalo wins this game, then they win the division. But if they lose this game, at one point, they would have been out of the playoffs. I don't think that is still the case. That has changed a little bit, so the stakes aren't as high. But it affects Miami's seating options, too. You don't want to be... You want to be a division winner with a with a buy. You don't want to be playing playing. Uh, what do you project the possible the Chiefs based on their seating if they lose this? So the yep. stakes are high for this game, and also you have two teams that have some very high powered offenses. You have Buffalo finding their run game since their new offensive coordinator took over for Ken Dorsey. Um, that has largely coincided with their turnaround, in my opinion. Um, and they managed to overcome some of their defensive injuries. The defense is playing little better. I still don't think it's great. they almost blew that charger game uh, but they they hung on to win it. but uh, these two teams, it's gonna be it's gonna be real good and I'm real excited to just pull up a chair Sunday night and uh, and watch it because it's gonna be a dandy.
1: It is <laughs> it is. So if I might wax a little bit wise here, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, shout out Wise Al Hefe, of the show. Uh, yeah, this is going to be. Yeah, this is the most intriguing matchup, hands down, hands down. And as I said earlier in the show, and I said in previous shows leading up to this point, I had a feeling this is going to come to the last Sunday night game of the season. And for the second consecutive season, we're gonna have a game that will decide the division crown. Last year it was Jaguars and and Titans this year mm-hmm. it's Bills Dolphins which is great and I-, I was hoping this would come to fruition especially if the dolphins last lost the last any of the last two games of their of their uh, last two games and the bills won their last two games bills are coming in again they're a wagon right now and again nobody circles the wagons like the buffalo bills four mm-hmm. game four game winners are four, winners are four in a row winners of five their the last six and this is coming off the strength of firing Ken Dorsey and putting in Joe Brady as their as their offensive coordinator, and it's worked out well because they found they've established a running game. They found a running game takes a lot of pressure off Josh Allen. He doesn't have to scramble or he doesn't, he doesn't have to scramble or uh, run the ball as much, even though he still runs the ball to get those yards for first downs or uh, or whatnot, uh, and to keep plays alive. The pressure's taken off of him because he doesn't need to, he doesn't need to be the running game. And so coming in though, uh, this is going to be an interesting thing because much a couple injuries on the Dolphins side that may decide this game. Tua tweaked his left shoulder last week against Buff Baltimore. For some reason, he was still in the game when they were down thirty point over thirty points. They were down thirty two. He's still in the game. Take him out. Yeah. Put Mike White in. Save your quarterback. I mean, that's that's one of the things that Mike McDaniel, I think, has to learn is that if you're in a situation, not they took him out when they were up 50 against the uh, Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. But when you're down a certain amount and you got a very important game and you know you have an important game next the next week that could decide to the division, you take your star player out. He didn't do that with Tua and Tua went tweaking his left shoulder and that's going to be, I think that might be a huge issue for the Dolphins. Not only mm-hmm. that, but Bradley Chubb, unfortunately he blew out his, the tore his yeah. ACL last week's game. That's an unfortunate injury. Xavier Howard, he's out again. Jerome Baker, Raheem Mostert, Jillian Waddle, all questionable coming into this game. Yeah. So if any, if Mostert's out and Waddle's out, that's going to be a big problem for the Miami offense. And if Tua can't sling the rock like he used to because of that tweak left shoulder, that might be a big problem too.
0: I do, yes. I agree with you completely. If Tua's shoulder's bothering him, he probably won't be able to make some of the throws. He'll gut he'll gut it through because he knows that this yeah. is a big game. And and nobody's ever going to question his toughness after everything he's gone through in his career. Um and he also had shoulder problems at Alabama, didn't he? That was, uh, was it his shoulder that he got that it he got injured? I, oh, that was his hip. That's right. Okay, yeah, I was I, I was uh, I was mistaken, as often happens on this show. However, okay. I slightly disagree. <laughs> Jalen Waddle will be a huge loss, um, but. If Raheem Mostert goes out, it is a big loss. But they do have Devon A. Chain and Jeff Wilson Jr. Both of those yeah, have running backs have 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 shown that they can that they can handle the load, whether it be with Miami or in Jeff Wilson Jr.'s case. We we saw what he could do in San Francisco uh, mm-hmm. when he had to start. So Mostert would be a big loss, but in my opinion, not as impactful as Jalen Waddell in the in the Dolphins receiving game.
1: Yeah, and even Tyreek Hill had kind of tweaked yes. the last game against Baltimore.
0: Yeah. So that, so yeah that's a this, huge impact. That is a massive, massive – because we saw how different the offense looked when he wasn't in there. There, were, there was some argument made that Tyreek Hill could be an MVP based on how different the, the Miami Dolphins offense looked without him in there.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I made that I, – I wouldn't say I made that argument. I thought he would yeah. be an MVP candidate, but – Unfortunately, he won't be. The, I don't think he'll be the first to two thousand receiving yards, which is unfortunate because that was the goal he was aiming for uh, yeah. this season. He wanted to be the first receiver to get to break the two thousand yard receiving mark. Uh, he didn't quite catch that goal, but this is a huge game for Miami because if they win, they win the division. Not only do they win the division, but they have their first home playoff game since two thousand eight, I
0: believe. Yeah, I think I, time, I think last so. time
1: they had a. Last
0: time real time a home playoff game, real time research, folks. And also, I have yep. to say, I have not, I have not checked out Hard Knocks in season, but I did, which features the Miami Dolphins, which is kind of weird because Hard Knocks was the New York Jets uh, this year, and then the in season one is the the Dolphins, so they're going AFC East theme. But I have to ask you, did you see a clip? There was a clip I saw. And it was Mike McDaniel. Dan Marino's on the sideline before a Dolphins game. And Mike McDaniel just goes, F you, Dan, we're coming for you and your records. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I lo- I like Mike McDaniel. He has some things to learn as a coach still, but I think overall, very good coach and entertaining guy. He, crack- he cracks me up. Yep.
1: Yep, and I was right. They 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 were the they hosted the Baltimore Ravens in two thousand in the two thousand nine playoffs. They won the division in oh. I think
0: they they were a wild card team in oh eight. Oh man, mm-hmm. that's it. That's impressive. Okay, so I'm going to christen you with a new nickname on this show. <laughs> not only are you the Saki Master, not only are you. Yep, nice, they won the. Eight. They honest. did
1: win the East. They did win the East. Yep. yep. There they you go. Win.
0: You are Encyclopedia Ritanica. <laughs> wow! Look, I, look,
1: thank you, thank you for that. But I'm I am not at the level of Brian Snow who can rattle off things like, oh yeah, Brian snowman,
0: snowman, snowman, friend of the show, snowman, snowman. I'm not at his, his level. His guest appearances. His guest appearance on our show, first of all, we have to have him on again, uh, but I remember making one one little reference to Dave Niehaus, the old Mariners announcer, uh, because mm-hmm. that was the amount announcer. Next to John Sterling, I heard a lot of Dave Niehaus, not because I watched Mariners games, but it was because I played Ken Griffey Jr. Slugfest on the Nintendo 64 a ton, so I knew all of Dave Niehaus' uh, expressions. And and Snowman went into a story about Dave Niehaus and it was riveting and he was like spitting facts. I was in awe.
1: <laughs> so continuing the discussion about the Bills and the uh, Dolphins here. Now, I, I think it's fortunate for the Bills that it's a night game because it's not during the day. I and mean, the, the, the sideline yeah. that they that they had uh, that the, the Dolphins had designed for hard Mm -hmm. rock stadium, when they put the covering on the sun is beating down on your opponents, but it's a night game. So it's not going to matter. And yeah, we saw last year when the bills played the dolphins in the, uh, in the regular season, that one o'clock game where the bills were just absolutely dog tired at the end of the game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's going to be a big factor. I think having a, having a uh, night game is going to be have a, have a big impact on how the bills play. So yeah, it's going to be probably the most intriguing matchup of the entire year you know, coming into the playoffs. And it's, I can't wait. I can't wait. So yeah, what's that? We're going to take a break and when we come back. We'll talk about the rest of the week. 18. We'll talk about the, the castor oil game of the week. We'll also <laughs> talk about the players to watch in week 18 of the NFL. So stay tuned. For more No Credentials Required. Mm-hmm. This episode of No Credentials Required is brought to you by Invader Coffee. For the coffee lover who wants good, quality coffee with no bullshit and no filler, Invader Coffee is an ultra-premium, veteran-owned coffee company proudly delivering only the best coffee your hard-earned money can buy. They aim to only serve the highest quality organic, air-roasted coffee beans sourced from free trade farms all over the world. They keep things simple. The best coffee at an affordable price. In order to provide you with the value you deserve for your morning boost, 100% fair trade, 100% organic coffee beans, 100% air roasted, 100% money back guarantee. Visit InvaderCoffee.com and enter promo code BellyUp at checkout and receive 15% off your order. So hey, listen, we're drinking right. We're <laughs> drinking this right now. We are drinking Invader Coffee. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know why, but that got me. <laughs> so, hey, listen. <laughs> well, hey, listen. That was We're great.
1: Drinking. Oh, thank you. But, yes, seriously, uh, Inventor Coffee, one of our sponsors since day one-ish with uh, with no crunches acquired, and with Belly Up Sports as well. Uh, so if you're looking for outstanding coffee with the uh, what that's uh, 100% air roasted, 100% fair trade, 100% veteran owned. And like I said, like I asked, I've asked this before. I'm going to ask again. Do you hate your country? Do you hate yeah. veterans? Do you hate those who have served your country? Of course you don't. Buy some Invader coffee. Buy some Invader coffee. I'm drinking the, the Bad Santa. Dustin mm-hmm. has the Cookie Crumble. This is yeah. the seasonal blends for Christmas blends. They're delightful. I don't know if I have to look to see if they're still available. If they are, I highly, we highly recommend them. We highly recommend uh, yes. the seasonal blends. Yes. But we also recommend the regular blends that they have, the Outsider Blend, which is a darker roast. They also have their regular OG, uh, their OG blend, and yes, the Cookie Crumble, the Jolly Java, and I'm looking to see if the Bad Santa's available. Yes, they're all available, still available for a limited time. But again, oh, you man. can also get the OG Invader Coffee, you get the Break in Case of Emergency, the Don't Callie My Texas Blend, the
0: Warhorse Bacon Bourbon Blend. Which, which I have I tried have. I have to try. Yeah, well, and uh if you would like a cup of coffee next Saturday, I will gladly brew one up for you. Uh I have the Warhorse blend. It is pretty it is really good. Yes. It is it yeah. is really good, but I will say the flavor like it is not a cup of coffee that I could drink every day. That is like that is like you have it on the weekends for a little treat, something like that, but I do have I have the Warhorse Bacon Bourbon blend. I also, uh, because I've never tried it, I just ordered and received very quick shipping, as you've mentioned before. You pay a little bit more, but it it arrives quick at your door. Um, I have the break in case of emergency blend I just bought. I haven't tried that. I'm I'm looking that's forward good, to that's it. It's a good blend. It's a good blend. And I, I also ordered some K-Cups for the office because they do have a couple flavor varieties in K-Cup. They have their um, original blend in K-Cup and they also have, I believe it is the Mexican chocolate uh, in K-Cup. And the the whiskey blend
1: as well. Oh, okay.
0: The whiskey blend as well. Okay.
1: Well, actually those are sold out right now, but as soon as they replenish, you can find it.
0: (laughs) I grabbed one.
1: There you go. (laughs) And you can lose, well, it's not in the description right now because I didn't get a chance to set up the entire description (laughs) before we went on, but you can find our affiliate link in the description, both on no credentials required channel and on the belly up YouTube channel and also save 15% off your order with promo code belly up. And again, like Dustin said, like I've said before, you will pay a little bit more for premium shipping, but it'll come to your door within a matter of days, fresh roasted, ready to consume. So get yourself some Invader Coffee. Support veteran businesses. Support veteran businesses. Get yourself some Invader Coffee today. So we had to drink our coffee because we're coming up to the Castor Oil Game of the Week. And I'm going to lead <laughs> off with this one because I am uh, I am wearing my Jets t-shirt today. I'm also wearing my Jets uh, shirt that my mom got me for Christmas last year uh, underneath because I need to layer up because it's because it's cold out there. Oh, yeah. It's almost over. It's almost (laughs) over. Jets fans, Um, and I'm pretty sure especially Patriots fans can rejoice that this season is almost over for both teams because this has been, I think, one of the worst seasons as a Jets fan I've witnessed. And that's saying a lot because we had to go through the Adam Gase years. Also had to go through the Rich Cotite years. Those were some pretty bad years. Yeah, <laughs> those are some pretty bad years. This one was worse. I think the the worst I've experienced because of the expectation coming into the season. You pick yeah. up, you pick up a four time MVP. You pick up a guy who's won a Super Bowl. You got, pick up a guy who has been to the Super Bowl. He knows how to win. He knows how to get to the next level especially with a championship defense like this one, although they haven't been playing like championship level lately. The the expectation was that the Jets were just going to just go crazy this year. They're going to, be to go to the playoffs, not only probably go to the playoffs, but also possibly go to a conference championship and maybe a Super Bowl. That's the one thing I want in my life before my yeah. life ends on this earth, whether it be tomorrow or 30, 40 years down the road want to see the Jets go to the Super Bowl, hopefully win one. Unfortunately, those things didn't work out because four plays in. Four plays in. yeah, That star quarterback goes down. And the Jets have seen their ups and downs throughout the season. It's been more of a downslope lately. There was a lot of hope coming in. And that hope seemed to be dashed. as uh, After the Raiders game, I checked out. <laughs> after the Raiders game, that loss, they, they should have won. They should have won that game. I believe unfortunately it didn't uh I checked out. I checked out. And you're coming into week 18 going to play your chief division rival and both teams are terrible. Yeah. Both are just dog's breakfast. A dog's breakfast. The only implications. Now I I'm seeing the Jets I'm seeing Jets fandom split right now. Half the fans want the Jets to to break this 15-game losing streak against the Patriots. I want that. The other half wants the Jets to lose to try to improve their draft order. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing with the Jets. If they lose, they have to have the Giants, Chargers, and Titans somehow all win to move up in the draft order. I think they can get as, as high as, as fifth right now. The Patriots can finish second in the draft order if they lose and the Commanders win, because right now the, the Patriots hold the third spot. So this is a race to the bottom, right? <laughs> this is a race to the bottom, and I feel sorry either way. I, I mean, whatever happens in this game, Jets lose, Jets win, draft order, whatever. I feel so sorry for the NFL. Now this it won't be this. This won't be a Spiro D list game of the week. Because this game's going to be on on Fox, but I still feel sorry for whichever NFL on Fox broadcast te- broadcast team that has to call this game. I also feel sorry for my guy Bob Oshusen and Marty Lyons, and the Jets broadcast team, the Jets radio call team, and whichever scrub crew is covering the the Patriots from the on, on the radio side. <laughs> <laughs> I think Scott Zolak is the uh, color, is the uh, color commentary for the, uh, uh, for the for the for Pat's Radio WEEI out in Boston, but yeah, that's my Castor Oil game of the week. I don't care. Jets fans probably don't care. Pat's fans don't care either because they've had to witness this this slide. The dynasty is now in shambles. Oh yeah. I will say this though. I will say this. It would be absolutely positively delicious. If this is Bill Belichick's last game for the team he hates the most to send him out with a gigantic L mm-hmm. and not only a gigantic L, but in a total thrashing, like a 20 plus point win, a three touchdown win.
0: That, that would be, be something that would
1: make my year. That would make yeah. my year. And it's not even and it's not even the end of January. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, well, my my
1: rant so my 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 talk is over.
0: Dustin, who's what's your castor oil game of the week? Well, we did it again. We picked the same game, but sometimes we have to pick the same game because there's not there's yeah. not better options there. Um, but also, I will just comment a little bit more. Uh, apparently, an article was written recently on it, which which don't know if. Everything in these articles are true. You don't know how reliable the sources are. Sometimes you don't know, but apparently there is a level of dysfunction in the Patriots organization right now that has not been seen before. And uh, as you said, the more entertaining thing besides this game, because I think this game is going to be brutal. I mean, at least at least it's not Mac Jones the Lord. starting. Yeah, praise <laughs> the Lord for red zone. Yeah, it's not as it's, it's yeah. not a Zach
1: Wilson, Mac Jones special. It's going to be Trevor yeah, Stevens yeah. That and, would be uh, Brady ugh. Bailey Zappy.
0: Yeah, that would be brutal. Um, but you know, I cannot imagine the roller coaster you've ridden this year as a Jets fan. Like you said, the expectations were sky high, and I think deservedly so. And it's only natural you make some of the acquisitions that you made. Uh, you're going to get excited about the team, especially knowing the caliber of defense that you that you have. Um, and I can attest, uh, as 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 a Seahawks fan who witnessed those phenomenal lob years, the defensive windows are short. You don't you don't keep something like that together forever. So right. you've got to be worried about the clock ticking down. And I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk a little less about this game because I really I really don't want to watch this game but I'll, you know maybe it'll and, be a barn and, burger. And, and praise the lord for red zone. That's yes. Yes. Thank you Scott Hansen. You're going to save us all. Oh. Now, um but I do there are so many intriguing things surrounding this game because because one is this Bill, Bill Belichick's last game as the head coach of the Patriots? And if so, who do they bring in? I think if Tennessee lets go of Mike Vrabel, Mike Vrabel would be a Josh perfect McTaniels, fit. Josh McDaniels. I'm speaking oh, to the universe. Bring in yeah, Josh McDaniels. That would be – you know what? I would not put it past Kraft to do that, okay. and that would be like the dumbest thing. Um, but the other thing is like – it, it just, where will Belichick go? Because I do not think he is done with football by any means. And there has been talk about him going back to the Giants, which uh, obviously is super disrespectful because Brian Dable is there. Um, but I am, I do not think Bill Belichick retires from football. I think Bill Belichick has the same relationship with football as Charles Schultz did with Peanuts you remember the longtime comic strip creator not to get morbid, but he retired in his nineties. He finally stopped doing peanuts. And like two months later, he died. Peanuts is what kept him going. And I think Belichick has a a similar relationship with football. I do not see him walking away.
1: And it's the same thing with Joe Paterno and Penn state. They wanted him out so bad. I talked about this, with my buddy, Steve yesterday, um, he's a Penn state fan. He's originally, he's originally from the, the, Her, the run, the Hershey area, but he grew up watching Penn state and he's, he was saying that, that basically Penn state administrators wanted him out. So like they wanted him out really badly. That's why the Sandusky thing came along, which is unfortunate. But after he retired, I see after he was like, go, he, he died, I think less than a year later. Yeah. After he was let go, and something with my grandfather. My grandfather, after he retired, he was eighty-seven years old when he retired. He loved wow. to work, mm-hmm. and as soon as he retired, his health went down, went downhill very rapidly, and he stayed around, stick around for another, another, I think probably about four or five years. But when you when you when you love your work that much, and you walk away from whatever work you're at, you. You you could go downhill pretty quickly, which is sad, which is sad, but
0: yeah. And I don't see see, see that happening with Belichick though. No, no, but he's definitely going to stay around football. I just wonder where he goes because I don't see too many obvious openings for him and he is not going to go to the Panthers yet like that. That's not going to happen. Um the Chargers would be intriguing, but there are rumblings that John Harbaugh is going to possibly, uh, or not uh, Jim Harbaugh, my apologies, that Jim Harbaugh <laughs> would actually um, sign on with the with the with the Chargers. But who knows? That's all rumor and conjecture. But that's yeah. the most interesting thing surrounding this game is some of the ramifications because there's not much on the field to look forward to in this one.
1: Nope, uh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Well, we're going to end this particular brunch on a positive note. Yes. With our players to watch week 18. Dustin, Gonna have since I let off the last one, I'm going to have you lead off with this one. Who's your player to watch in week 18 of the NFL? Okay.
0: Okay. Now I'm going to go with my original pick here because I still feel the same way, but I'm also going to sneak one in. Brunch bonus time. Okay. So hey. the, the player, or more aptly, the team, that I will be watching the most this week is one Philadelphia Eagles, the entire team, the entire team I'm watching because their 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 last few weeks haven't been too good. And as we've mentioned before, they are playing a giants team that played them well, just mere weeks ago. And the giants seem to have turned it around a little bit, um, especially from where they were in the beginning of the season and just the brutal start they had and everything else. And they're another intriguing thing, because what do you do with Daniel Jones? Tommy DeVito at spots looked better. Tyrod Taylor has looked better had he not had the injuries and things. Tyrod Taylor, one of the most unlucky men in sports, I would say. But the Eagles, as I said last week, their body language on the sideline doesn't look good right now. Jalen Hurts. He looks he looks frustrated he looks he looks um, disgusted and at some point you want that competitive edge but you don't want yep. it to, to 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 permeate into everything and to, um, uh, AJ Brown he said there's nothing to say you know he said there's nothing to say and then and then I couldn't believe too where he basically I will give him props for this he came out and he said the final play, the, that was us. We audibled on that. The players, we decided to do this, and he said Coach Sirianni came out and made himself look like an idiot because he said he was trying to trying to draw a flag or something, but he, he said, he said, he, uh, A.J. Brown said, that was the players. Sirianni protected us. So he said he does have respect for his head coach. I, so I take my hat off to the man Uh, For that, but their body language, their whole vibe, it's night and day between the beginning of the season and the end. But now the pick that I would have picked had this news happened before um, before, you know, before I wrote my portion of the rundown recently, the Baltimore Ravens picked up one Dalvin Cook. He, he was he was uh, released by the Jets, and he went unclaimed through waivers, and then he was free to sign with whatever team he wanted. And he, mm-hmm. he got on with a playoff contender in the Baltimore Ravens. Now, he says his body is ready to go, and he feels great. And if he <laughs> – I am super curious because I want to see, is Dalvin Cook as washed as he looked on the Jets? Or is it that he was just injured, he was playing behind an offensive line that was, you know, or the fit just wasn't good, whatever it is. Because if he goes on to Baltimore and goes off and looks like the Dalvin Cook of old from Minnesota and gives them running back death, a team that has been The Baltimore Ravens have been snake bit with injuries at running back for like the last four years now. It always happens. I feel so bad for J.K. Dobbins. But I'm going to be keeping, if there is some chance that he plays in the playoffs and goes off, for the rest of the season, I'm going to be keeping my eye on Dalvin Cook as well. Yeah, But how about you, Ryan? So my player to watch this week is C.J.
1: Stroud. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Uh, it's and he plays tonight. So he returned last week, and he led the after two weeks off in concussion protocol led the Texans to a blowout blowout win over the Titans. Which I I don't know. Maybe this is I, I so this last year didn't happen, but maybe this year it might signal the end of Mike Rebel's turn in, t- in Tennessee. Mm. Um, because this Texans t- this Titans team is a snake bit team. Uh, with all the injuries, they've been fo- have, having all the personnel issues uh, they've been having, especially a quarterback. Uh, now, see, uh, now, uh, uh, well, Levis is out, I believe next, this past, this, this coming week, but they stayed in the, they, they stayed in the division tile hunt because now it's coming down to three teams it's coming down to Indy, Houston, and Jacksonville. He'll face the Colts in Indianapolis. And, They faced the Colts in week two of the season. But at that point, we didn't know who the Texans were. Mm -hmm. This is a much different Texans team than we saw in week two. Week 18's Texans team is a totally different team than week two's Texans team. And this is going to be a fascinating matchup because it's a rookie quarterback who is leading his team to an un- possibly an unlikely playoff berth and possibly a division title. And I want to see how he handles the pressure in this type of situation. Now, we kind of saw a glimpse of it last year in the college football playoff when Ohio State faced Georgia in the semifinal, which was one of the best fo- fo- college football games I ever saw. I- it was a great college football game. And I said to myself, after watching that game, after watching C.J. Stroud, I said, you know I'm usually down on Ohio State quarterbacks from yeah you know, from yeah you know, from years years past uh, I would say that, that includes Justin fields but I think the jury's still out on him because mm-hmm. he's tur- he's turning it around he's turning he's, tur- he's yeah. I think he's starting to turn it around
0: yeah and he does he it to... in, he does it in a less conventional way but he's starting yeah. to find you know find who he is as a player I think
1: yeah and it's unfortunate the Bears were eliminated from playoff contention last week, even though they won convincingly over, over Arthur Smith's por- uh, porn stash and the Atlanta foul- Trash Falcons. <laughs> but, CJ, Str- I, like I said, C.J. Stroud, I saw glimpses of that brilliance when he played under pressure against a rather good Georgia defense last year in the college football playoff. And I said to myself, this kid could, is going to be a really good pro. I think it, it's going to take time for him to develop. But he's—we're seeing the success he has. I think he might be the runaway pick for rookie of the year in the NFL this year, at least on the AFC side. I don't know about the entire league, but I think on on the at least on the AFC side, he'll definitely win rookie of the year. He's earned that distinction. We've seen we've seen him just ball out for uh, this season is ter- tremendous rookie campaign with Coach D'Amico Ryan's uh, calling the shots on defense. And he's just letting CJ Stroud do his do his thing on offense. And it's gonna be an eight fifteen 15 match tonight between them and the Colts. They'll be on national television in front of a in front of a big audience, a national audience. Let's see what they can do in front of a national audience. Let's see what CJ Stroud can do in front of a national offense against a rather good and surprisingly good Colts defense.
0: Yeah, and and we've mentioned it before um on this show but both of us with Shane Steichen at the helm of the Colts he could easily be considered for coach of the year and then you go to the opposing Mm -hmm. sidelines D'Amico Ryans could as well there's a lot of coaches that have done a great job this year I would also give the nod to Kevin Stefanski in Cleveland that gumbo (laughs) has been cooked the Browns are in the playoffs now um I do have to say, though, I hope this matchup for many years to come, especially when the Colts get Richardson back healthy next year, this could be one of the best rivalries in the NFL moving forward. Both young quarterbacks, both talented quarterbacks, uh, both both head coaches who seem to know the identity of their teams. And, they're in, in, and uh, the Texans are not the Texans' teams of old. They have They have some talent because um, there were some lean years after the Arian Foster, Matt Schaub years, etc. In, yep. in the early mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson area, era, there were some lean years after that. But this Texans team is on the rise, as is this Indianapolis Colts team, I think. And Gardner Minshew has done a great job stepping in for Anthony Richardson. I am excited about this matchup, and I, like you, that's a great pick. I'd love to see. C.J. Stroud and see what he can do, but he looks like an absolute star, and I have to take us in a little bit of a different direction now because you brought it up. Justin Fields, did you see Roddy White, former Atlanta Falcon? He said he, he said after the Bears beat the Falcons, he tweeted, and he said, and it's always going to be Twitter to me, he tweeted, he you said, t- Y'all want? Yeah. If y'all want to be, wanna, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> y'all get rid of Justin Fields in Chicago so badly, let my Falcons take him. And that got me thinking: wow. if Justin Fields was on the Falcons, it would be one of the. It would leap to like must-watch football because Justin Fields is dynamic in his own right. Then you have you have Drake London. You have. uh uh, the running back, why is his name escaping me? Their draft pick, they're they're high oh, draft pick. Oh, Bijan Robinson, yes, you have Bijan there, you Not have Kyler Algier, Arthur, yeah, yeah, and you and you have um uh the tight end who they picked Kyle fourth Pitts. overall, Kyle Pitts. I almost forgot his name because he's been so he's been missing, but it, it got me yeah. thinking, Ronnie White is right. You put Justin Fields on the Falcons, that would be an intriguing team to watch next year, which would open up the Bears to take, you know, uh, Caleb uh, from UFC. Caleb, is it Caleb Williams? Caleb Williams. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, from, but I don't know. But I, that I, I don't think they'll do it. I think the Bears are going to hang on to Fields and probably get a bunch of picks. But I just started Roddy Roddy White, his tweet intrigued me.
1: Here's a couple things. Uh, Arthur Smith has his top men stashing uh, Kyle Pitts and Bijan <laughs> Robinson away. Top, where who? I have my top men on it. <laughs> my top men he stashed away like the away like the ark of the, Co- he, stashed like the, ark of the Co- he stashed away like the ark of the covenant. Uh, <laughs> also, hot take. I think Michael Penix from Washington is the number one quarterback in the
0: draft. Ah, okay. Based on the way All he right.
1: played on Monday night in the in the, in the, in the semifinal against Texas. Mm. And I think he has a tremendous opportunity. And by the way, I am hoping, I mean, I, I have my friend, I have some friends who are Michigan Wolverines fans, Jeff Levac, my buddy, Jeff Levac being one of them. Although I don't, I think I call him my buddy. I don't think he calls me his buddy, but okay. um, <laughs> I know he's a big <laughs> Michigan Wolverines fan. I have other friends in my life who are Wolverines fans. But I think the, the the fun the funniest thing would be for Washington, the Washington Huskies, to win the national championship on Monday night, and that that would be the swan song for the Pac-12. Hmm. It would be mwah, chef's kiss, chef's kiss. <laughs> for the Pac-12 to walk away from from the nas- as a national cha- a Pac-12 team to walk away as a national champion. Because of the way the NCAA completely screwed them with all the realignments going on, all yeah. the realignment is happening, all the realignment, and this this season a Pac-12 team wins, Pac-12 team wins the national championship. That would be just chef's kiss for me.
0: Yeah, that would be fantastic. And and also, like, I'm not I'm not trying to hate on it, but you get sick of seeing the the same SEC teams in there every you know every eight, year. Eight, eight. Hate hate. <laughs> but yeah, the fact that there are
1: non-SEC teams in the in the national championship is kind of refreshing.
0: Come yes. at me. Come at me, SEC ears. Come at me. I said it. Yeah, there's gonna be people that are mad that 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 uh, Georgia's not in it, or you know, Alabama roll, or whoever. Roll tide. I no, got that man. Bama. Roll in damn me. tide. I got too
1: much got Bama back, in me. Too much Bama in me.
0: I wanted right, to name
1: gonna... Alabama.
0: Bama. <laughs> that never gets old. It never gets old. Oh, that shoot. Guy, that guy, well, that, poisoning no, Trees. We're,
1: we're, we're going to wrap things up here, and we want to remind you about our social channels right down here below. Please give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and the now infrequently used tiktok it's at nocredsreq facebook.com forward slash nocredsreq youtube.com forward slash at nocredsreq don't forget to leave us a like comment share and subscribe to all of our platforms i forgot to mention uh sapna stopped by with her obligatory sports ball comment (laughs) and the hand pink waving emoji which i i saw on the youtube channel also on the podcast side, subscribe to the podcast on your preferred podcast platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, Google Play, wherever you podcast rate and review. Give us a five-star rating. If you can leave a review, we might even read it on the air. You have been tuning in to the Saturday brunch edition of No Credentials Required where you don't need a press pass to talk sports. Again, we are presented by Billy Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media. My is Ron McCarthy. For my co-host, Dustin Henry. Thanks for joining us on Saturday morning and we'll talk to you on our regular time Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. So we'll see you then.
0: Good morning, everybody.